0: Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. And we are back on the air. It is Wednesday. This is the Doc G Show. I am Doc G. Wow. With me, as always, Dave, Burley Man, Berlin. Yo, yo. And Justin, the Virgin Bat, Evangelista. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. I'm here. Ooh-hoo. Hello.
0: Very nice. Guys, oh, my gosh. The show today. Are you excited? Woo! Band of heathens. You don't even know. These guys are the, like, the, hmm... Generals, the presidents of Austin. What? Oh. Of Austin? Austin, Texas, Austin. yeah. That's Ooh. where their their band is. True. They actually live in all different... Their drummer lives in California. Uh, the uh, Ed, who's going to be on the show, he lives in Asheville. But they all come together and just Dang. dominate Austin. Just
2: jam out there.
0: And everybody loves them, yes. including us. I can't wait. It's a fantastic show, gentlemen. That's right. But we've got to talk a little show business. What's up, man? All right, let's hear it. I mentioned this to you a little earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. I went back. I listened to our show, August sixteenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were transcendent. Sweet. We were fantastic. Oh shucks, thanks. Yeah, I mean we uh, we took you the know. radio to another level.
1: You, you already know? know, man. This is what happens.
0: Then I listened to our our last show, January seventeenth. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, January tenth was our first, uh, our last duo show. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to shoot you guys straight. What happened? Hmm. I've got to shoot you straight because we're shoot straighters Wait,
2: what? Give, me it, give it to me. Give it to me right now. Girl, come on. We lost a little bit of magic.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm, uh, you know, I blame you. I'm not saying we're bad. Really? Because we obviously wouldn't have our tens of listeners if we were bad. Tens, baby. All right. But we've lost a step. Wham. It's like Usain Bolt in the last Olympics where he won. Yeah, he won, but he lost the step.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying there. I feel you.
0: He is in the front, but they were right beside him. They're, they're, yeah, they're,
2: they're gaining they're, on us. He
1: wasn't uh,
0: yeah. as dominant. The other shows, they're gaining on us, guys. What? They're gaining on us. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, people are biting our stuff. Say what? Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Yeah. We're not as yeah. creative. N- as Name the- them. We're not as creative as we once were. Nope. It's true. I'll take them out. Wait, what? Um, Oh, here's here's a little for instance for you, fellas, right? Okay. Uh, you guys heard about the new David Letterman show? Yeah. Right? Yeah. On yeah. Netflix, Netflix. Right? I, lo- it? I love Dave, you know? He's yeah. one of my favorite uh, talk show hosts of all times, but let's just take a little look-see here. Uh, this is Dave's new logo for his show. Yeah. A striking Uh, familiarity. It's It's pretty similar. And our logo that Garrison Gist was so kind and so skillfully created came well before Dave's show came out on Netflix. It's obvious that his research team went out, found our logo for our show, and stole it. So
1: true.
2: I I think we need to get David on and have a little talk with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, but... uh,
1: his beard does look pretty cool, though.
0: Wait, uh, what? Yeah,
2: he does. It it's, looks like
0: Santa Claus. It's, it's pretty nice. It's
1: more fuller than yours.
0: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I've got bad news, guys. Apparently, he's got pretty good guests, too. Yeah? Um, like who? Uh, Jay-Z and uh, Barack Obama. Nobody's. George Clooney. Uh, apparently, these folks are well-known. Never um, heard of them. But w- it's all right. You know, I'll let Dave have the logo. we just got to step up. We've just got to step up. We've got to put our creativity into play. That's right. VB. That's short for Virgin Bat. Okay. I'm looking at you. VB and VB. VB. That's right. Creativity at its finest. I like it. And then BG. These are all initials. Hey. Yeah. VB. you, You are the Bob Ross slash Richard Simmons of radio shows without an afro. Hmm. That is you. I'll take it. You got to be spontaneous, man. And here's how you're going to be spontaneous. I'm going to give you a headline, a real headline. Okay. And you're going to give me a response, right? Off the top of the dome. All right, let's do it. The training sesh. Here we go. Is Dave in on this or no? No, this is you. Why? A Queens man who traded a 95-pound tortoise For a turtle, also got six months in jail at Rikers Island. He's an animal lover, his mother said. That's really his downfall. What's the response? What's the response, Justin, to that title?
1: He obviously wasn't caught for speeding.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Hit the drum. Let's go, baby. That's creativity. That is creativity. I was just going to question whether, you know, you know, what kind, of, what kind of loving was he doing to that turtle to get him landed in jail? Wait, what? Must have been indecent. But you took it in a clever, non-disgusting sexual way. Heck and yeah. I loved it. My we're God. Right, the, we're
1: clean on this show.
0: The creativity. All right, Dave. Okay. People turn to you on the show, not only for jokes. But we hit them with compassionate journalism. That's right. Yeah. Right? That's,
2: that's my go-to. That's what we yeah. do.
0: That's where you come in, Dave. Yeah. In this world of uncertainty, you are the soft, supple beard that people turn to.
3: So they just need to
2: rub when they you know need some loving. That's right.
0: It's I'm, for good luck. I'm going to give you a real headline, and you're going to give me the realness. Yeah. You're going to give me the compassion in the bottle that people look for. Yep. Here it is yellow-bellied marmots hmm. with what more active lives die younger than those that keep to themselves scientists found however humans are still better off having friends
2: oh, oh man i mean you know what they say like the good die young and you know these yellow-bellied marmots just living their lives to the fullest and don't get rewarded for it that's right it's it's sad
0: what's it's a just... marmot Girl, it's a rodent like that, that man. looks sort
2: of like a groundhog. Mm. Look at that Yeah, guy. and apparently... And that guy are, is, they, are they that he's big? He's just on, his, yeah. on the top of the cliff, just admiring what a great life he's had, knowing it's about to come to an end, man. Wait, YOLO what? is what you're saying. YOLO. That's pretty
0: cool, man. YOLO. I love it. My gosh. That guy looks fun. The responses that we have had. Wow. Compassionate journalism. That's what oozes out of this man right here. Mm-hmm. My gosh. It's like somebody... When somebody eats too much garlic, at an Italian restaurant, and the next day they just sort of sweat out garlic. That's what comes out of Dave. Constantly. Compassionate journalism. What? Like it, it oozes out of him, right? Guys. I'm here. Word. That does it. I think our think tank session, it's proven to me. We're still at the top of yeah. our game. We Take that, Letterman. Are you ready to I got, fire I
2: got, up? I got, my compassion is just, my garlic is oozing right uh, now. Ew.
1: <laughs> Are you ready to <laughs> fire this show
2: up, guys? Fire it up. Let's fire it up. Come
1: on, man. Fire.
3: All three engines up and burning.
0: Two, one, zero, and lift off. Guys, as I said at the start of the show, this is a huge, huge show. Yeah. We've got none other, Band of Heathens. We've got founding member Ed Jerdy on the show. Jerdy. These guys, Ed. they're killing it. Yeah. Their new album, Dwinday, is awesome. Dwinday. Heavy rotation on my Apple Music. If it's not on yours, You're wrong. That's right. Just to let you know. I'll try it it out. I'll try Try it out. out. Try it out. All right. Are you ready for the birthday suit? Of course, baby. Numero uno. Let's get it. Happy
2: birthday, Mr. President.
0: Here we go. Our birthday suit wearer was born in Atlanta, Georgia, January 24, 1974. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer is the youngest of three. At the age of 13, he had open heart surgery to correct supravalvular aortic pulmonic Stenosis. Jeez. Smokes, that's a mouthful. He graduated from high school in 1992. Went to Oberlin College as a geology major, but changed his major. Ended up graduating with a BA in film theory and technology. After college, he studied improv and wrote sketch comedy. He made his big break when he was casted on The Daily Show. He then played on The Office as the character Andy Bernard. Oh my gosh.
1: The Nardog Dog baby is uh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms nice. is correct. Yeah, I love the Office. I, I man. was thinking
2: of stoof I see the Hangover and I was like, what the heck is his name?
0: As soon as I knew there was an Office clue, I knew. I need that to Justin watch it. I need it. to watch the Office. It's a office. good show, man. Great to. show. I love n- it. I, I n- enjoy it. I knew The Verge would get it. Vb, the Vb baby. Vb right. one for one. That is Batting right. 100.
2: Vb
1: always on the birthday suits.
0: Guys, are you ready for a little ripping?
1: I hate it. Huh? What? No, No, I love it. I love ripping it. Let's rip it, it. baby. Okay, there we go.
2: All right.
0: And now, the news. Here we go.
2: Why did you just snort? Wait, what? Uh... Mm, who knows? Uh, <laughs> a little little uh, pre-workout, guys. Little I gotta show.
0: I gotta. I gotta say, I've been a little perturbed this this week. Perturbed. Yeah, a Can little. You
2: use it um, while
0: well, you just use it in a sentence. Irritated. You... Oh, thank you. I've been a little irritated or perturbed, um, perturbed by by some notifications and headlines. Okay. Sort of obvious headlines from different news outlets. Like, for instance, this week, I got a notification on my phone from CNN that says, quote, the California couple who allegedly held 13 kids captive had secret lives. <laughs> really, CNN? Some real Sherlock Holmes I didn't know about there. that. You guys.
1: <laughs> that was a crazy headline, though, man, if it, you read that story.
0: Well, yeah, it was crazy, but I would, I would hope... They didn't have open lives while holding 13 kids captive. If so, that really reflects poorly on their neighbors. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, Ted, what are you doing this weekend? Well,
1: oh. I'm just going to feed my kids once. That's
0: right. And leave Hang them in the them basement. I'm holding them prisoner. So, yeah. <laughs> After that, though, we've got Marlene's thing at her sister's house. So we're going there. Marlene. Oh, sounds good. I made Marlene for I like story. that. That sounds good. We added sounds that. Sounds like
2: she was like making like cookies or something. For exactly. The, like, while not, yeah, so. not for the kids. Yeah, not for the kids, but like, for Marlene's got sister. got her fun torturing exactly. them, and then, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go bake some cookies. You keep going, honey.
0: There, there was another one CBS let's do it. Uh, this this headline got me too uh, so the CBS headline report shows Vegas gunman's disturbing online searches yeah yeah he's responsible for the largest mass murder in American history I would figure that his search history was disturbing. And in hindsight, let's be real. Almost anyone's search history is disturbing. That's a fact. Switch to surprising. Surprising would be more (laughs) intrigue. Disturbing, not so much. We know he's disturbing. We saw what he did, right? In hindsight, (laughs) almost anyone's search history is disturbing. I mean... Like if you went online, you would oh first gosh. see that I looked for Allegra D last and then Googled how much to uh, how to remove Build up earwax. Ew. Right? Okay. Did so, not. A, may, I hope you made that up. That's a <laughs> p- You sick freak. I wear headphones a lot. Ah, okay. God. And, your, and
2: your hair covers your ears. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Any
0: Guys, let's let's move on. You are disturbing. Let's move on to some, some real headlines. Report
2: shows Doc G's disturbing online. <laughs> Search yes. is dot 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 Justin.
0: what? W- w- what? Mm. what do you do when you Go to a pizza place and you realize you don't have enough to pay for the pizza. I don't
1: usually uh, go to pizza places like that. So usually I just get them delivered to the house. But if I didn't have enough food for the pizza, uh, money for the pizza, probably. uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a really awkward guy.
0: Okay, well, let me introduce this story with a headline like those from CBS and CNN. Okay. Do you, it. You can't pay with uh, pay for pizza with marijuana in Nebraska. That's a fact. How about Why? That? In Florida, you could.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure in Florida, you could. I've seen it on videos.
0: Well, in Nebraska, we had a 24-year-old walk into a Domino's Pizza looking to pick up his pizza... And chicken parmesan. That's right. He went into the Domino's Dang. Italian classics. Wow. Yeah. He decided Pizza and chicken parm. Chicken parm, yeah. So he tried first to pay with a $50 bill that had been ripped uh, apart and put back together. Uh, the Domino's employee said, yeah, no. I can't take that. Um, so he fished around in his back pocket and he pulled out a 20. That worked. Uh, then before deciding to leave though, the man said, you know what? I may get thirsty during this meal. I'll need a drink. So he went back over to the register, uh, said some things that the lady working at the register couldn't really understand and was like, uh, what?
2: English, please. And
0: so then he just slid over a baggie of marijuana to the lady working there. And the lady working at Domino's, not surprisingly, said, uh, yeah, let me get my manager. Uh, who called the police? Oh. Then the po- and then the guy stayed around the store, <laughs> eating He's his eating chicken his parm he must and have, pizza. He must have smoked oh a freaking fat
1: one before getting in there. When the
0: police. Uh, searched the man. They found a joint behind his ear, several bags of marijuana in his backpack, and $87 in
2: cash. What? an uh, Idiot. Bro, come on. Bro. <laughs> so high, he forgot he had that. Use the money. You could have, like... Use the money. Oh That's all I'm saying. Dave. Yes, sir. Do you have a vendetta against bees? Uh, Yeah, I got stung once, and I haven't liked them since.
0: All right. Well, let me ask you this. Were you in Monterey, California or Sioux City, Iowa last Saturday? Hmm. Yep. What? Okay. Well, we can't rule out Dave then. We can't rule out Dave as one of the potential suspects (laughs) who destroyed a honeybee farm in Monterey, California. It might have been him. That's right. I
2: can't say it was or was not.
0: It better not be, and I'll get to the reason why it better not be, because we don't support that. We do not condone that on this show. A hundred hives in Monterey, California were knocked over and soaked in diesel fuel. What? Killing Hmm. 200,000 honeybees. Mike Hickenbottom, who owns the property uh, beside the honeybee farm, said somebody came in here and tipped over all the boxes and sprayed them with diesel fuel.
2: Is that what a honey like? Is that what they keep that's, them in? That's that's what they yeah. Keep are they? They like drawers. They're, they're and basically they open them?
0: boxes. Yeah. On honeybee oh. farms, they're basically they're like boxes. Yeah. that Have the wax honeycombs on the inside. No kidding. When uh, Mike, the guy that lives beside the farm, was asked. Uh, he said he believed his neighbors may have been behind the attack. The neighbors on the other side of the farm. Mm. He said the bees were allowed to fly about the property, and the neighbor's children uh, were afraid to go outside.
2: I don't blame them.
0: But I'm not finished, fellas. The same thing happened two weeks ago in Iowa. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Justin and Tori Inglehart, beekeepers in Iowa, found their 50 beehives ...turned over and hacked apart. Wait, what? And Mm, killing 500,000 bees. I don't think those are the same culprits. No, they aren't. They already found the people that did the one in Iowa. Two two, uh, youngsters, a a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old. Those are some brave Uh little kids. They didn't. Uh, Well, they killed 500,000 bees. They're going to be doing hard time for that. They've got
1: some bodies.
0: Um, But, uh, yeah. Now, in case you're wondering why this is a problem, guys... Bees pollinate 70% of our world's crops.
1: Hell yeah, they do.
0: Without bees, uh, we would not have apples. We would not have almonds. We would not have any of the great produce we look forward to. Stop killing bees. You may have a vendetta against him, but yep. play it out with okay, verbal abuse. Fine. I'll just yell memes. Play it at out that. with verbal abuse. Okay. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> yo, yo. Do you remember on the Christmas special when we had a story about Simon Bromhall, the surgeon who was facing jail Yeah, time? with the uh, liver. That's liver, right. Liver uh, autographs? Yeah, Simon uh, Bromhall, who uh, was putting on his initials onto people's livers. Yeah. You know what's uh, worse than um, that?
1: Hmm. Um. An autograph? On your genitalia. What?
0: That would, yeah, wow. that that's a little bit higher yep. and very difficult. That's not tough skin to autograph. Um, Who are you telling? <laughs> wow. Leaving a scalpel in your patient is worse. Oh,
1: hey, and look at nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, Glenn Turner, a Army veteran, had surgery at a VA hospital in Connecticut in 2013. Nearly uh, four years later, he went back to the VA because he had severe stomach, and intestinal pain. Yep, An helps. x-ray showed that he had a scalpel inside his body. That'll do How it. How do uh, surgeons forget about that? Man. Th- it's a pretty big detail. You would think that they'd be like, hey, is everything outside of this guy before we sew him back up?
1: They need to do like, inventory before and after this. I mean,
0: literally, that's what to they make commercials out of. There's a Geico commercial that has this exact same thing, except it's a phone. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Come yeah. on, guys. You're better than that. Guys, I have sad news. Mm, About one of your favorite athletes. No. Who is don't it? Don't do it. Robert Marchand, world record cyclist. No at the young age of 106, don't tell is me. retiring. No oh,
2: freak, dude. he has so many year, good years left. I in know,
0: him. I know. Why I retire at such a young age?
1: Exactly.
2: You I don't serious? Get it. Yeah. What's the point anymore? Yeah, I don't I mean, get it. Oh, Graham, Barry Sanders, you know. All
0: it's a, guys I freaking hate it. Marshawn was born 1911. He worked as a fireman, a market gardener, a show salesman, a wine dealer. Competed in amateur boxing. That's all before he decided to start cycling. What couldn't he do? He know? didn't start cycling seriously until 1978, at the young age of 67. What
1: a freaking champion!
0: At 89, he competed in the Bordeaux-Paris ultra-distance event, which is 600 kilometers long. Jeez. That's I've right. Seen longer. <laughs> in a statement. He said his doctors no longer want him to make such great efforts. Well, you know what, Marshawn? I say screw the doctors, Rob. All right, all right, man, get out there. They don't know anything. I mean, look at our last day. They don't know anything. Did you get to where you are right now by listening to doctors? No. Heck, no. You got there by being an animal on that bike. I say go for it. Push it to the limit, Marshawn.
1: I knew Justin it. was coming
0: in on that I'm song. I knew it. All right, here we go. Let's go to Kansas City for this next story, guys. Let's do it, KC. Dave, you have a dog, correct? I do. Uh, Have you ever taken him to either a store or the vet for a rabies shot? Yeah, you have to. Very nice. Well, that's exactly what Kevin Steele did in Kansas City. He took his dog to Petco. That's where he messed up. Went to the shot clinic, got a rabies shot for his dog, and Mm -hmm. left Petco. Okay. Okay
1: bad place Dave.
2: Yeah, you pet smart all the way. Okay. Oh. Is well. it pet
1: smart or pet smart?
2: Pets mart. Uh-huh. There should be, it should be separated. There should be a comma after pet to show it's their mart. Hmm. But hey. Anyways, continue. You're welcome listeners. Yeah, they can Anyways, us.
0: let me go <laughs> ahead and read <laughs> Summarize the story. He took his dog to Petco, went to the shot clinic, got a rabies shot for his dog and left Petco. Mm-hmm. That's the story.
2: Yep. Okay. Where's the real story? Yeah.
0: Oh, I forgot one part. He wasn't wearing any pants.
2: Girl, come on. Uh, you know <laughs> What? I, I've done that before.
3: He what's walked
0: wrong with the, that? He had a shirt on. It's fine. It was a
2: really long shirt. It was like a shirt dress.
0: Yeah. Folks, oversized t-shirt Folks working at Petco that reported Mr. Steele said the t-shirt was long but not long enough oh. to cover his genitals. <laughs> hey,
1: what's wrong with that? When police arrived
0: <laughs> at Mr. Steele's house, he was wearing the same shirt with no pants nice i mean if an outfit's working it's working am i right guys exactly just give them a little
2: preview of what what you're working with that's fantastic there's dogs all the dogs are in there without pants on
0: exactly what are you guys doing you're here to arrest me discrimination come on anyways guys we are going to take a musical break we are going to hear two awesome songs from our guest on the show the band of heathens we are going to hear a live cover of tom petty's you wreck me out of their missoula show in montana and then we're going to hear sugar queen off their new album Day." keep it locked here on the doc g show hey seriously y'all thanks so much for coming out early we're the band of
2: heathens it's good to see y'all
0: And we are back here on the Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Remember, if you missed any of the live show, www.docgshow.com. All right, check it out. Or thedocgshow.com. You can do either. It works. Both of them work. Check
2: it out. Did your dad find the website? Hmm. Yeah. He got Good. there If nice. he can do it Anyone can do it That's
0: right That is correct Now I bet Since our creativity sesh Earlier in the show Yeah I bet our visits To the website Quadruple Just oh, a thought Probably Just
2: a thought Probably shut down Because all the Probably you know, yeah the Too much traffic
0: All the yeah. traffic coming in The yeah. new net neutrality rules The traffic It's broken
2: yep. It is broken
1: We now. broke the internet
0: That's correct Gentlemen Where in the country Are we located
1: Duval. Duval,
0: baby. Duval County, and where is that? What state? Florida. Florida. That's right. It's a tad odd, am I correct?
1: Florida. I uh, guess. This is a lot of crazy Little bit. A little bit state. crazy in
0: the state, and it's, that it's is a why. good melting pot. But we
1: love it. That's why we love it.
0: That's why it's time for uh, Florida. Weird things in Florida. Florida is effing weird. Okay. So. Here we go. We've got two headlines, guys. I'm going to let you choose which headline we want to discuss. We've got the first headline, Can a Rack of Ribs? Fit in your pants?
1: Yes, they can.
0: And then the second one, the second question: McDonald's employees fight, pull gun in front of customer. Hmm. Which one do we want to hear? <laughs> do we want to hear about a errant gunfight
2: in a McDonald's,
0: or do we want to hear about some ribs in a person's pants? I'll I uh, let
1: Dave pick this one. You know,
2: I think the uh, the McDonald's employee fight kind of explains itself. Like these guys are fighting. Customer is like, "Hey guys, I just want my food." and The guys like, "Shut the heck up!" Wait, what? We're dealing. With you it know here.
0: what? We're gonna address both because they're both pretty good. Okay. I got, I got, I gotta I want to know
2: the both. rib story personally. Let's go ribs, ribs first. Ribs can't
1: fit so. in your pants. I've tried it.
0: So, Mr. Alvarez of <laughs> Indian Town uh,
2: just he, wanted some ribs, bro.
0: He walked into Market IGA um, at about six fifteen a.m. or p.m. Uh, p.m uh and uh the store video showed him stuffing some ribs down his pants not in the pockets Sweet. in the pants straight yes through. They, it was unable to uh and it wasn't on the statement whether they were beef or pork ribs that's unknown um pork. but also in his pants he had two packs of hamburger buns oh, nice. nine pieces of fried chicken. And some mashed potatoes. This
1: guy was hungry as heck. He was about to have a good cookout.
0: That's right. They ruined it. Yes, they did. Uh, When investigators uh, from the police station uh, obtained Alvarez, they said he smelled like booze, surprisingly. I don't... Weird, right? Uh, And fairly intoxicated as well. Weird. I don't get it. Uh, Apparently, he was arrested... Uh, and he is in uh, connection for the theft of $32.49 worth of goods. Nice.
2: That's it for all that stuff? That he all
0: had? that stuff. It's a good deal. You I got to start shopping wherever he's Get yourself from. down to Market IGA, IGA yeah. in uh, Martin County, we
1: Market IGA here. No?
0: I, I don't
2: think so. Never heard of that. I've never heard, never yeah, heard no. of that either.
0: Okay, let's move on to McDonald's. Uh, let me uh, first start with a quote from one of the onlookers who videotaped the whole fight. He said, what? "A fight is one thing, but when you bring an actual weapon and all that, that's a totally different story." Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Stephen Safari. It's
1: totally a different story.
0: Stephen Safari, he recorded the whole thing last Monday. He said two workers started yelling; it turned physical fast. He walked up there and just started rolling the video footage.
1: Working at McDonald's is a
2: stressful stressful place. Man. The
0: the two employees began to wrestle. Pain. They rolled around. As they were fighting, the bigger dude pulled out the gun <gasps> and started hitting the other person with the gun. At so least he didn't
2: sad.
1: fire off. You know? That's so funny.
0: This quote from Safari, this is my favorite. Obviously, I didn't want to get shot. We're trying to go to McDonald's. And, you know, not end our lives, he said. <laughs> yes! Nice, Safari, uh, yes. I don't not know. not if end you're,
2: our lives. If you're going to McDonald's, you're trying to end your life.
0: Very early. Um, the video got out, um, but the police responded by saying they actually uh, filed no report and there were no arrests made in this situation. Guys. Are you ready to bring out Mr. Ed Jerdy? Of
1: course. Yes,
0: please. Dirty dirty. Jerdy. One of the founding members of the band of heathens. Let's go, man. We will be right back with Ed. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Welcome back to the show everybody our guest today is a founding member of the band of heathens mr ed jurdy ed how's it going man doing great man thanks for having me yeah man how's uh 2018 been treating you so far Hmm.
3: well so far so good we had a really busy uh 2017 and uh been a little bit of relaxation as far as uh, being off the road a little bit the beginning of this year um which has been nice. It's always nice to kind of recharge the battery and get some time to dig into some more creative stuff, uh, you know, writing and making, creating. Um, so that's kind of been, been it so far.
0: Very nice, man. Real quick for our listeners, you guys have been going for 12 years. You started back in 2006. You were originally the Good Time Supper Club. What? But a newspaper misprint called you guys the Heathens. I, you know, I'm not complaining because I love the name, but how does a paper screw up the Good Time Supper Club into the Heathens? That sounds like a big screw up.
3: Well, when the when the club owner and the uh, talent buyer mm-hmm. inspire and involved in putting the ads in the paper, mm-hmm. uh, you can see where that could happen. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, it was really something that was kind of out of our hands. It was uh, it was designed by others and, uh, and put into place, and, and it just kind of stuck. To be honest with you, you know. Um, mm-hmm we were kind of you know all the guys were sitting around like just kind of like, what is this all about and then it just really like within a couple of weeks everyone was just like oh yeah you guys are totally the heathens
0: well you know I mean I was about to say I think I think it works well man it, it's a it's a good name I, I think it stuck well
3: it is there <laughs> it is what it is
0: right well moving on to the music you guys released your uh, fifth studio album eighth overall album Duende, uh, about a about a year ago fantastic album man fantastic album well,
3: Thank you, man.
0: Uh, this was the first studio album with Scott Davis on bass, um, and this was the first album since Sunday Morning Record in 2013. How would you say those two albums differ? Hmm.
3: Well, I think, you know, we've sort of, whether it's been a conscious effort or just sort of the uh, evolution and progression of us as musicians and artists over the over time, we've always kind of tried to do, you know, different things with every record. and. I think Sunday Morning Record is probably our most introspective record and kind of focuses more on our love of, you know, singer-songwriters and that sort of style of music. And Duende is, is much more of an up-tempo uh, rock yeah. and roll sort of record, you know? And yeah. I think more of a collaborative band kind of effort.
0: Very nice. Well, you guys, I saw when recording this, you you came into the studio with about 40 songs, right?
3: what yeah we had a lot of material for this record
0: yeah man so you had to you had to cut some really great songs how did you choose 10 for this album
3: well that's always difficult um honestly but you know i think these you know for whatever reason it's it's impossible it's it's not a completely scientific operation but it's <laughs> just sort of as a band you know you we kind of got together everyone had you know a list of their songs and we sort of figured it out we, you know we were really in agreement on most of it as far as what you know what 10 t- tunes can we put together that would make a really cool record because we still you know um, I know everyone streams and everyone listens kind of in a, in a singles based sort yeah. of capacity but we're still you know we're still making a record with the idea that people that want to enjoy the music in that format they'll still be able to do it and you know kind of these 10 songs and the order that we put them in we felt kind of made the best the best trip if you will in terms of yeah you know, having a good flow sonically, uh, having a bit of, a, you know, a bit of a lyrical narrative and all, all those sort of things that kind of make the album listening experience enjoyable.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely comprehensive, that's for sure. Uh, along with those songs, you guys put together great videos for this album. Uh, you know, the video for All I'm Asking, Greengrass of California, both of those are killer. But first, I got to ask you about the video for Sugar Queen. Which is a 3D video, and Rolling Stone uh, magazine actually commented on that. They had a big article about it. How do you, uh, how did you come about with that video? The idea for that video.
3: Well, that was the idea that Gordy had had. He had been doing some research into some different kind of uh, video formats, and he kind of got it, got deep into the, you know, researching VR, mm-hmm. virtual reality stuff, and some 3D stuff, and so that was kind of the initial seed of the idea, and then. He and I had talked about a bunch of different ideas as to what what it could look like and what we could do, and I kind of what we wanted to do was something that they really hadn't done in yeah. that format. And basically, um, you know, we we wanted to have a you know a lot of a lot, most of the 3D videos are sort of like a static scene, and you're able to move your viewer around the around the precipice of the of the video and yeah. kind of just like look at, at, at different scenes of the video. But what we really wanted to do was have kind of five different distinct kind of scenes going mm-hmm. on so it's, it's kind of a bit more of a choose your own adventure you know <laughs> what I mean you could you could watch the drummer for the whole video you could watch the singer for the whole video um we have dancers in cages from the ceiling and yeah. a little turntable record spinning so that you know we just kind of wanted to make it a real a real visual feast you know what I mean just oh, kind yeah. of like you could watch the video a bunch of different times and have a different perspective on it so and that technology, which is really amazing, and we're kind of just scratching the surface of that right now, that's uh, just kind of let us do something that we, we couldn't have done otherwise. So we wanted to really just fully explore that. And I think. Uh yeah, we were really happy with the way that turned out. The folks that filmed it and edited it did an amazing job with it, too.
0: But definitely. I mean, it's like you said, you can you can watch it several times, and every single time you're like, oh, I didn't see that the first time. Oh, that's, that's something new. I missed that because I was looking the other way, and now I came back around, something else happened. It's an awesome, yes. awesome video, man uh... Well, thanks man. You brought up uh, you know, uh, how Gordy was looking into this and you guys, you guys trade off lead vocal duties, you harmonize throughout the album. Uh and I've seen in interviews before you saying that you guys come from different places musically as well as the way you look at things. Uh how would you guys say you you differ musically? How do you come at things differently musically? Hmm.
3: Well, I just think you know I, we have different t- with things, um, and not different in like a um, in a conflicting way, but in a complementary way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I sort of I think it, I look even more as sort of um, you know uh, he's able to fill in the gaps where I can't, and vice versa. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, I think it just it kind of like it just sort of expands the palette and allows us to kind of touch on more stuff again in a more comprehensive way than one you know than one singer could do by themselves or like. One person fronting a band can do by themselves. You know, really, there's uh, it's complimentary. I oh think. yeah. You know, it's it's uh, well, I think we're able to just kind of spread the sundial a little bit wider.
0: Definitely, definitely. Well, along with those other videos, let's let's uh, talk real quick about the green grass of California video. And for the listeners, let me warn them, it's gonna give you a big hankering for green grass of California. What? For for me, it was like watching diners, drive-ins, and dives and like guy goes to Texas into a breakfast place and after the show you're like, I need to drive to Texas for pancakes. That's what I need to do right now. That's what the song does for me for the green grass of California. Um, I heard that in this video, uh, you're planning on Tim Easton, uh, great singer out of Nashville, he was supposed to do backup vocals, uh, but he, he ran into a, a problem. What was, uh, what, what happened on the, uh, the, the, uh, making of this video here?
3: Well, it's funny, that was actually in the cutting of the track, um, so it's sort of, there's a great genesis of the, of the song, you know, sort of, uh, being a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, yeah, we were in the studio, and we cut that in Nashville, actually, and, uh, and tim it was you know like like talking about the song how it's, it can be a little strong it was a little strong for uh that particular evening you know and he wasn't able he was unable to participate and uh that's all right you know sometimes that happens and you know amongst friends that's uh that's forgivable you
0: know so uh i'm, I'm glad i'm glad he eventually got over it it's good uh yeah. so you guys toured all 2017 um And something that I think is awesome, you've got 50 of those shows recorded and up for sale on your website. We actually, uh, earlier in the show tonight, we heard You Wreck Me, solid Tom Petty cover uh, from your show in Missoula in November. Uh, How did you guys come up with the idea to put that on your, your website, you know, as far as selling you know each one of the shows as far as that live experience
3: well we've been doing that for a long time now i think um you know our sort of the the existence of the band and our being has been built on touring and playing live shows yeah you know we love to make records and that's sort of like touring and going out on the road is sort of uh that's what allows us to go into the record and make into the studio and make records you know i sort of I sort of, the record making process is kind of the, and being creative is the privilege, and and going out and playing shows is sort of the work part of it, um, which is also great to do, don't get me wrong, but, you know, they sort of, one hand feeds the other. But but our fans were always sort of expressing how much they loved live shows and how much they loved hearing what songs became from the recorded versions to the live versions. So, um, you know, it was just an idea that we had, and, you know, along the lines of a band like the Grateful Dead, where, Set lists tend to change from night to night. Songs performed in a different a different way. Yeah. Um, we just thought, hey, why not? You know, this is a thing. There's there's tapers and there's a taper community, but that's not something that all our fans have access to or have the time to spend to access and become a part of that culture. So if it's something that we could provide to them, um, you know, so we kind of saw it as a, as a service to our fans and they were happy to sort of, you know, pay to have those those shows available which kind of offset our costs and allowed us to do it so um, yeah it's just a fun thing so like you know we shows are kind of archived every six months you know like you said I think you saw like 50 up there so that was probably the last half of the year Um, you know yeah it's it's been a really cool thing it's just another way for us to interact with our fans and yeah, uh, be be more intimate with them.
0: For people that can't travel around the country with you guys, they can see and see the the, the set uh, the set list evolve as you go. Songs come up, you know, as you feel like playing them, they come off, and you see how they change. It's it's definitely an awesome idea, man. Sweet. Uh, you guys got a lot of good shows coming up, though. Um, you've even got some in Florida for our listeners. You play in Winter Haven. Uh, And then you move it down to uh, Punta Gorda for the Funk Fest coming up March 2nd and 3rd. You'll be playing with Tower of Power and Blackberry Smoke. Uh, We love Blackberry Smoke on the show. We had Charlie on the show just a couple of months ago. And I've I've seen you guys. Actually, you guys have played before with Blackberry Smoke, right? We
3: have a, a bunch of times. Yeah, they're great, great dudes. Love Charlie. Love, Brit, love all those guys yeah, definitely
0: guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to make it down for that show I really wanna I really wanna check both of you guys out in action that's a, that's gonna be an awesome show down there yes! uh, now after that you guys are going to Europe from May to July this is like how many times going to Europe 7th 8th time something like that
3: Yeah, somewhere in there. That sounds about right. I I hate to be glib about it, but I really, I actually don't remember it. I'd have to go back and look at a calendar (laughs) to remember, uh, you know, how many times we've been over there now.
0: What would you say you like most about playing Europe as opposed to America? What's what's the difference uh, going over there to play?
3: Well, I mean, the traveling is different, which is nice. It's enjoyable as far as that goes. But, you know, it's just interesting getting to, you know, kind of have just different interaction with different cultures you know i mean Mm -hmm. i mean obviously we live like we live in a global world and you know things are things are you know they're kind of creature comforts are kind of available everywhere now but just you know getting to meet people from different countries and talking to them about what's going on in their world and what's going on in our world and kind of how they came to to our music and what about it attracts them to it um and just you know i mean the initial thing we just kind of like blew my mind at some point that you know i mean Wow! Someone all the way halfway across the world, like knows about my music and yeah. likes our band and wants to come see us play live and and all this sort of stuff. So you know, I, I mean, ultimately, it's a it's just a, it's humbling, you know. Yeah. It's uh it's a it's just it's an amazing thing that that these pe- that people want to come out and see this music and people that far away from us uh, want to come out and see our music. Uh, you know, so we're I mean, like I said, I mean, we're really grateful that it's it's become something that's. It's been feasible for us you know and uh just uh it's always a privilege to get to go there and play music great listening audiences uh, now people are really kind
0: i'm not trying to single out any city but what is your favorite city to play in europe Hmm.
3: well my favorite's probably amsterdam Mm -hmm. and i know everyone's (laughs) gonna think that for you know but besides besides the great coffee shops yeah um, it's just an amazing city you know uh the people are, are amazing. The, there's an amazing, amazing culture, uh, history of art. The food is great. Um, it's just a really—I mean, that—that's a place I'd vacation if I wasn't working. You yeah. Know what I mean? uh, or if I wasn't touring. I mean, we also got to play in Barcelona and Madrid last year, which was, which was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really great cities as well. You know, I mean, we like I said, we've been really fortunate, but Amsterdam is always one that. Everyone in the band is in pretty good agreement, Is a great place to play music, a great place to hang out, um, it's just, a, just a special place.
0: Very nice. Now, when you guys aren't on tour, you, you the, the band is actually pretty spread out around the country actually. Cause, uh, yeah. You know you no longer reside in Austin, you actually live in Asheville, right?
3: I do. Yeah, yeah, I've been there about five years now.
0: Very nice. Now, did you record any of the album in Asheville, the most recent album?
3: Yeah, we did a few tracks at Echo Mountain Studios in Asheville, which is a which is a killer studio yeah. up there. Um Yep, yeah, so we did a couple songs there. We did a song in Nashville, but most of it was done in Austin. We sort we sort of still tend to congregate there with a couple of the guys living there and yeah. it's kind of just been our base of operations, you know.
0: Very nice. Now I noticed another thing you love to do. When you're not playing music, seems like you're pretty big into hiking. Am I right?
3: Hmm. <laughs> I do like hiking. Yeah.
0: Very nice, man. Where's Where's a place you would really enjoy hiking, but you you haven't had a chance to hike yet?
3: Well, I'm more of a I'm like not really a sport hiker. I'm more of a hiker for a sort of uh head clearing and meditative yeah. purposes. You know what I mean? Um, man, you know, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd like to spend some more time out in Yosemite in California. I've just kind of like scratched the surface there, and
0: uh, yeah, that's
3: a pretty that's a pretty spectacular place. I could I could definitely kill some time out there.
0: I was about to say you can dig deep there. There's a lot of uh, there, there's a lot of space to fill out there.
3: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt.
0: Now speaking of other pastimes, I saw recently on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you you mentioned uh, you you posted on the passing of JoJo White, oh. <laughs> all time all time great of Boston uh, Boston Celtics, seven time All Star, two time NBA champion. We talk a lot of NBA on this uh, on the show. Are you a are you a big Boston Celtics fan?
3: Yeah, I'm am a huge Celtics fan. I grew up uh, I grew up outside of Boston, and I grew up uh, I grew up in the in the time of Larry Bird when he was. Uh, you know, one of the greatest yeah. players. Who grew up going to those games as a kid. We had season tickets, so uh, yeah, huge Celtics fan. It's kind of been uh, passed down through the generations. Yeah. You know? So uh, that's that's a lot of fire, a lot of fireside chats, sitting around talking about Bill Russell, uh, Dave Collins, Larry Bird, Pavlicek. Um, you know, I mean, all kinds of stuff. So it's really a that's sort of a, a second love. For me, uh, next to music,
0: definitely. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not gonna say I'm a huge Celtics fan, but I will say that Larry Bird, regardless of how good LeBron James is, I still put Larry Bird as my top <laughs> small forward. I, uh, that's that's what I. do.
3: Maybe but, it's it's gonna be a tough one. LeBron is really. Uh, he's really entering some uncharted waters in terms of just his. Uh, the longevity of his career. Oh yeah. You know the the consistency. Well All of the above I
0: mean, so. you know when you look at the two of them and you look at larry bird 's physique versus uh, versus lebron 's physique it 's a little unfair <laughs> anatomically <laughs> as just uh, you know six eight two hundred and sixty pounds of pure muscle and then Larry, I mean, yeah, he was in shape, but uh, right. n- not to that level. <laughs> sure. Uh, now, now,
3: it's it's kind of tough to compare players uh, from different oh, areas. Yeah. You know, You just have to sort of look at them in the era they played and see how effective they were. I mean, because all of the sort of evolution, the changing of the body, people getting bigger and faster and stronger and playing longer and... The medical uh, oh, yeah. procedures, you know, all this sort of stuff—that's it that's advances. Yeah, yeah, it advances. So you, you can only look at it in the in kind of in the context of when it happened, you know.
0: Definitely, but uh, were you happy with the Isaiah Kyrie trade?
3: Well, I think initially everyone in Boston was a little felt a little hurt by it, you know, mm-hmm. because Isaiah had become such a beloved Celtic. But mm. I think I think in the aftermath of it, everyone's kind of realizing. What a gift Kyrie is, and oh, yeah. uh, you know what an amazing hooper he is. Uh, Definitely. And I think you know, within a few years, he's he'll have a he'll have a chance to really become one of the most beloved Celtics. Yeah. You know.
0: Are the Celtics making it to the finals this year?
3: Great question, man. If I had a crystal ball, I would tell you. But uh, <laughs> you know, that's why they play. But I got to say, it's uh, since Stevens has kind of taken the the job, it's been uh, it's been really fun to kind of be back on board. Yeah. with the team you know it's a really a fun team they play I love the way they play you know they play really they're really ba- unselfish classic Celtics basketball you know so I was it's about great. to
0: say they're, they're back to gritty ball they're back yeah, to yeah. That, that that hardcore you know uh, blue collar basketball alright I've got <laughs> two more quick questions before I let yeah, you go yeah sure man uh, can we expect new music out of the band of heathens this year
3: hmm well we're gonna be working on some new stuff we have a couple of projects that we're gonna be putting out this year um it's not new music per se. I can't really talk about it a whole lot more than mm-hmm. that, but there's, we're going to have a couple of releases this year with oh, some materials nice. for fans to satiate that. And we will, uh, I hope we'll be in the studio working on a new, uh, a new Heathens record as well this year.
0: Very nice. Uh, second question. Next time you come to either Jacksonville or St. Augustine, can you stop by our studios? Absolutely. Awesome, man. Ed, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. It's been a pleasure.
3: My pleasure, Ben. Great talking to you, man.
0: Listeners, you can check out their music on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, or at their website, www.bandofheathens.com, or keep up with them on social media at The Band of Heathens on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Right now, we are going to hear Band of Heathens with Greengrass of California right here on The Doc G Show. 5 LPFM
2: UNF Jacksonville
0: and we are back oh man jeez band of
2: heathens dude those guys ma'am
0: Ed dirty green Grass of California it's just like I told him in the interview man that that song every time I hear it even though I am not a partaker in the green grasses. It, it gives me a hankering. Like diners, drive ins, and dives. A like I need to seen, go to. Yeah, a, little a, little bit, a, little a little feeling, you know? It's an awesome jam. I'll tell you, those guys, I can't wait to go down to Funk Fest, see what those guys get into. Get a little funky. Get it's, funked up. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. You motherfunker. I have, once again, can hats you say off. That? Thank you. To the band of heathens for being on the show fantastic yeah, thank y'all <laughs> uh guys are you ready for the last birthday suit
1: i guess man yes, only two only today
0: the yeah, only two today and i don't i don't think you're gonna get this one i'll be honest oh, okay
1: <laughs> okay guy uh,
0: this is uh pants. ants what
1: in his pants
2: okay
0: what uh okay <laughs> here we go birthday Hurry. suit. Our birthday Sue wearer was born in Hammersmith, London on January 24th, 1986 to an Irish mother. Our birthday Sue Ware's father moved the family to New York and in 2006 uh, on her 20th birthday she became a naturalized citizen of the United States. She is an actress. She got her big break and her really main break on the show The O.C. Girl, come on. Pretty much the only thing that she'd been in that I wow, could really is a realize. Very this sucks. <laughs>
1: descriptive.
0: Uh,
1: I does, does. Is there an M in her name? Yes. Megan. Oh my God! It's something weird though. Yeah. Give it's it time. not. It's not like Mary. It's Let not... it develop. Come mm. on now. Mar. Mar.
2: Marshawn. Mar- 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 Close. Mar. Close. Is it Mar? Mirtha? In the, well, no. Mm. May. Me. Misha.
1: Misha,
0: Misha ba-
1: Barton. Boom! Misha uh,
2: Barton. What? He was
1: oh was sick. <laughs>
2: he was, what? He was, <laughs> where <laughs> the heck did that come from? <laughs> He, what? I knew something with the M. He got it. He plucked it out. You that are is, a man among boys, sir. Yes! That is no, true. me, man. I'm here. Misha bar- I don't really. Sorry, guys. I need to uh, take you to bar trivia with me. January 24th it. was
0: not a huge celebrity birthday, and Misha was the only one that was sort of uh, famous. Famous. I mean, you know, the OC, I, I can't say that I got into never it. Never watched it. Um, I never saw never one Never watched episode? it. Okay, You've well. It? There you go. Well she I you know she's I, a famous actor though now yeah, but that's pretty she much all that familiar. she's done uh as far as like big shows big movies. Yeah. She does a lot of uh Broadway nowadays. Yeah, a lot of smaller. A lot, of, a lot of Broadway stuff. stuff. But uh, uh happy birthday to Misha Barton yeah, happy birthday. Misha. She's uh turning 32. The big oh, three two three two, 2 baby. That's right. Shaq year. Shaq year. You. Or Magic Johnson year. Magic Johnson. Either one. Either one. All right guys. I like it. Guys, that's it. That's all we got for the show. That's it. That's it's it. Ending so soon. It's I know, crazy. It's abrupt. Hey, it was a good show though. It, it took me. It, it took it out of us because of all the did, creativity. Was yeah. this
1: show as magical as? I don't know. It was I have 16? to review it. You know. Mm, I yeah. mean,
0: definitely Band of Heathens did their part. Yeah, yeah they, they brought it. They, they did their the part. Game. I don't know if we did our part. Nope. I'll have to review it. I'll have to get the Think Tank back together, and we'll see. You know, we'll see. But I can promise the listeners. The next show will also be off the hook because of our fantastic guest. We are having none other than Phil Collin, the lead guitarist for the last 36 years for the band Def Leppard.
2: Woo! Thanks,
0: son. That's right. He's got his new project, Delta Deep. He's on the G3 tour. He's coming by. He's going to chat with us. That's I can't wait. G3, they had to stop at Doc G. It's you know. going to be good. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. Are you guys excited?
1: I'm pretty stoked.
0: Listeners better be stoked. So stoked. But until next week, I've been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, the Creativity Compassionate Crew. It is Dave Man, Berlin.
2: Peace out, listeners.
0: And Justin, VB, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. Let me tickle you. What?
2: (laughs) Let me poke poke you on Facebook. Until
0: next week, zip it up and zip it out.